You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams hosting Right Side Radio. We're glad you're with us. It's Wednesday. Time is 2.08. Halfway through the week, y'all. Hump day. Here we are. And right here, like the man said, we endeavor at all times to stay solid, conservative, and just plain right. Copper's running the board. Good day to you, Miss Copper. Good day. Glad you're here, too. Uh, hey, listen, we, we got a full show, uh, Copper. We got guests coming in every hour. Um, 2.30, y'all, we got a caller coming in, uh, Rosemary Elabash with the Small Business uh, Administration, uh, actually not with SBA, she's with NFIB, advocating for small business. Uh, she's going to be on at 2.30 talking about the recovery of businesses in, in the post-pandemic age. Uh, also got a uh, friend coming on, uh, Mark Gidley. He's a pastor. Now he's running for the State House of Representatives. Interesting to hear how a pastor and, and, and can merge himself into politics, and, and I want to hear his perspective on that, and I hope you do too. And then at 4 o'clock, got a guy named Daniel Cornett coming on who has been running a business for 18 years to talk about what it's like right now to keep a brick-and-mortar store, small business, you know, the backbone of our economy, open during a time when uh, small business has been basically just uh, whomped upside the head every which way you turn. But we got, we got plenty on the show, and we're going to open the phone lines later in the show. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a good time with this, but we're also going to make sure that we educate and enlighten and, 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 ed, and empower you and hopefully entertain you in the process. Uh, that's, that's the goal at all times because this is your voice. This is, we want you to feel um, like you are being heard uh, by the very fact that this, uh, this show exists, and, and, I, and I enjoy doing it. I've got a little note. I say it all the time. I've got a little note. I'm sitting here staring at it right now right above my desk. It says it's an honor to have this platform, and uh, it is absolutely an honor to have this platform. Well, listen, I, I was thinking about what to say today. You know, I always start my show with what I call the right side way. Just, just some thoughts, some things put together, sort of bring a point to bear. And, and, and so I, I'm going to start off with, by asking you this. Have you ever seen, I, I hope you have, have you ever seen an old Mo- Monty Python movie called Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Oh, I mean, yeah. What a, you seen it, Copper? Have you seen that one? That's right. Oh, it's 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 classic, but it's also a nutty movie. I mean, it's one of those. I almost have to take it in doses, but but it's it's so full of one liner. It's one of those movies that gets quoted all the time, and usually when you say it, people know exactly what you're talking about. Like you know, the Knights of Knee, you know, or it is but a flesh wound, or the Holy Hand Grenade. Bring out the Holy Hand Grenade. Any number of those are quotes, you know, from that movie. But as I was getting ready for today. I was reminded of one quote. You may remember this part of the movie. When riding into battle, just full of vinegar and determination, the mighty knights of knee realized how difficult the battle was about to be, and suddenly the order came, run away, run away, and it was chaos. Well, that's, that's funny in a Monty Python movie. I mean, a lot of things are funny in a Monty Python movie. But what about real life? I mean, have you, have you seen the news? Texas Democrats decided... They didn't want to do what they were elected to do, so they ran away. Run away! Run away! Chaos. So why am I bringing that up? Because they're state legislators, and that's what we do a lot of times on this show. We focus on issues that relate to the states. Those are state legislators who chose not to do what they were elected to do. They charter buses. They charter planes. They grab themselves a 12-pack of beer. They claim to be heroes. They asked for people to support them more on social media, and they went to Washington, D.C. and created a super-spreader COVID event. Wonderful. 
chaos. But they ran away is what they were doing. But let me be brutally honest, by the way. I'm going to call it like I see it. Republicans have done this too. Just, just, I mean, like literally, just earlier this year and also in 2020, and oh, by the way, also in 2019, Oregon Republicans who were in the minority in their state legislature literally ran to nearby Idaho to avoid making a quorum. It was their tactic. So this is a bipartisan runaway and chaos. This happens too often. And if you've been elected for a job, you should do the job. Just yesterday, I watched as Senator Lindsey Graham said he'd do the same thing if necessary to keep the Democrats from enacting um, legislation that could change our voting laws. I don't want those voting laws changed either. But what I also don't want to see is this constant sense that if it's scary, if it's bigger than we can accomplish, if we don't want to have the debate that we were elected to have, if we don't want to use procedure, which is there for us to use, then we'll just run away. I mean, what, and here's one. How about if they just don't show up at all, like ever? Well, you know, uh, the Alabama Policy Institute, where I do a lot of work, uh, the Alabama Policy Institute came out this year with our API legislative scorecard. We call it the watch list. And I've said before on the show, we base that off of the fact that I believe it's in Ezekiel 33. It says that the people shall choose from amongst them one to stand as the watchman. And so this is our watch list. And there's one senator, state senator here in Alabama, who has been missing for years. I'm talking several years. Senator Priscilla Dunn, I'm just going to name her this time. Senator Priscilla Dunn has been absent for years, not even President Montgomery. None of her constituents are being represented. And she just announced yesterday she's not going to run for re-election. Well, how about that? In other words, she's not going to run for re-election to do the job she was already not doing. But, but the point is, she hasn't been there to do it. And truthfully, the thing that irks me is not that she's not going to run again, but that she intends to finish out her term. And do what? Nothing. Well, there's an old adage you can delegate your authority, but you cannot delegate your responsibility. If you are given a task, you can enlist the aid of others to accomplish it with you or to help you along the way or to do a portion of it, but you own the final outcome. It's called leadership. So what happens when government decides to just run away, run away? Chaos, that's what happens, and especially chaos for the private sector. And I'm going to spend a lot of this show today talking about the private sector. What does it mean to be a small business owner in today's world? What does it mean for the past year in the private sector in the middle of a pandemic? What does it mean for the private sector when mask mandates come down? And we're told 14 days to flatten the curve, and a year later, we're still talking about it. Safer at home, followed by stay at home. Businesses declared non-essential. Can you imagine? I guarantee you, if it was how you fed your family, it was not non-essential. The court system, as a lawyer, I can tell you, the court system was virtually shut down for a period of time. I fully expect that we're going to wind up having appeals at least from criminal convictions, of people who say they were not given adequate representation because they could not meet in person or have their hearings in person. Now, there have been virtual hearings and other things, but the court system has had to go through an amazing amount of shutdown, and it's going to wind up having an impact in the appeal process, I guarantee you. Big box stores, they were still open while small brick-and-mortar homegrown mom-and-pop stores were closed. I have a friend of mine who owns a small uh, chain of jewelry stores. He called me one day and said, why, why? Am I shut down, but right down the road from me is Walmart with a jewelry counter selling the exact same things I can sell. Why is that okay? It's not okay. How about this? There were several matters of real importance that the Alabama legislature, you know, they quickly adjourned in 2020. 
had no intent to come back that we could tell, but they needed to. There were some things that had to happen. But the only way they could come back at that point was if the governor called them and she wouldn't call. So the governor took some actions that weren't even hers to take. That was legislative action by executive order. That's not the way it's supposed to work. What happens when you run away? Chaos. That's what happens. It creates a vacuum and things go left undone. Unemployment last year went through the roof, exacerbated by the shutdowns. But then money came in. You know, money always makes things better, right? Money, money, more money. And $1.8 billion showed up. Where did it go? Well, 24% of it, that's it. Just 24% of it made it to the private sector. Most of it was used to feed government. Almost 76% of that $1.8 billion went to feed government. They also used it to backfill the unemployment compensation fund. That's right. They did. The fund that pays people for, for being out of work, and it's, it's important. It's got to be there. We know it. But that's a part of your taxes that you as an employer pay into the system so that if you lay somebody off, they have a chance to go collect unemployment. Well, when everybody got laid off and when businesses were shut down involuntarily, guess what? Unemployment went through the roof up in the double digits in Alabama. And then people went out and got unemployment compensation to the extent that it raided the fund and depleted it almost down to zero. And they had to use part of the $1.8 billion in relief funds not to help the private sector, but to put money in unemployment compensation. And even with that, they still say that businesses in the state of Alabama are likely to face up to a 91% increase in their unemployment compensation tax rate. That's unconscionable. And then you have the federal government giving enhanced unemployment compensation, basically paying people not to go back to work. You're going to hear later on about how hard it is right now for some folks to find people just to come back to work. Because until recently, they were given $300 extra per week just to stay home. Now I get it. There's a pandemic. I know that. Guess what? The world still goes on. And then you got Biden bucks. Well, I like to call them. I mean, every time you turn around, there's another compensation check going out. For, for, for what? I was talking to a young army officer not long ago. And he said, you know what? He said, I, uh, I didn't miss a day of work last year. I never missed a paycheck. And yet $4,200 just showed up in my bank account for he and his wife and his baby. He said, I, I, I didn't need that. There was no discretion. It was throw money at everybody. So everybody who had a guaranteed paycheck or who didn't miss work still got checks. Those are your tax dollars, by the way. That is not the government just giving away money that they had tucked away for a rainy day. They had to print new money. It comes from your taxes. And it's paying people, not all of whom even needed it. And then the legislature finally came back into session this year on their regular schedule, not early, they realized, oh, look, we've got more money than ever. And so they increased the size of government, and they increased spending, and they gave raises to government employees who had not missed a paycheck all last year. But they also decided not to provide any additional tax relief for the private sector. Run away, run away, chaos. Now, listen, there have been some heroes in the private sector who've been sallying forth in the middle of all of this, not to content to give up what they had built with their own blood, sweat, and tears. I talked to Tom Dickel, the guy that owns Milo Hamburgers. He literally kept his people on the payroll and paid them to do things that normally they didn't do. And they decided to bottle their sauce, and he had his people who would have normally been working the counters 
bottling the sauce, and they sold the sauce for the first time in the history of Milo's, and every bit of money they took, a huge chunk of it went to local food banks to help feed people who were, who were having a hard time. A guy's going to come in later in the show today, my friend Daniel Kernut, who runs a store called Long Furniture, and tell us what it's like trying to keep the, the shelves stocked and, and get inventory in and keep the business going. People have been reinventing their business so they can continue to do business. Government cannot simply run away. The private sector is the backbone of the economy. Government does have a necessary role. We, we, we need our government officials to do their jobs. And some of them really do a great job at it. Some of them just choose to run away, run away. Well, you can delegate your authority, but you cannot delegate your responsibility. They need to be at work doing things that the private sector needs government to do. And that's a wrap for the right side way. Well, mm, it's going to be a good show, y'all. I mean, have you been looking around? How many times you've been to the fast food line? They say, be patient with us. We're trying to find new staff. When you find out McDonald's is doing things like paying people just to come in and do an interview or fill out an application. I mean, it's, it's, it's everywhere right now. The world has to go back to work. And they're going to keep finding reasons to scare us with the new Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, Golf variants, I guarantee you. All said and done, the world must continue. The private sector is what keeps the government propped up. And one day the government's going to figure that out. And we need them to be at work when the day comes. Well, it is News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM. This is Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams, solid, conservative, and by God, we are just playing right. It's 221. We'll be back right after this.